0: It's that time. Time for the Go I.O. Go podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. This is podcast number eighteen. And joining us, the publisher of GoIOGo, go, Ian McMacken. But well, there you go, Ian. The crowd's back. How you doing?
1: Doing well, Jeff. Happy New Year. We haven't talked in a couple weeks, so I hope you're having a good start of your uh, new year. I guess we're already over a month into 2017.
0: Yeah, we're deep into it, and a lot of things have happened since we last talked. Uh, Like, Wyoming went to a championship game, and then we had a bowl game, and... You know, uh, we've had National Signing Day, so uh, a, lot of, a lot of wild and crazy things have gone on. So I thought we'd uh, catch up and see what we could do here. Uh, first of all, uh, we had Signing Day, National Signing Day, just completed here the other day. And by all accounts, it's been one of the best signing days uh, in anyone's memory.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the momentum of the program... Uh, we should expect this to be happening. I uh, mentioned it numerous times throughout the last six months. Coach Bowl has that blue plant at North Carolina, or North Dakota State that he's been working with. Um, had a lot of success there. He's just implementing into the Wyoming process now and in, in going into year four, from year three to year four, we should continue to see progress being made with recruiting, uh, with a new athletic facility being built, Coming off a a successful season, playing in the Mount West Championship game, 8-6, going to a bowl game, Um, all that stuff just kind of combines in building this momentum into a much larger level here in the future, I think. And that blueprint that he has, that that process that he has implemented, his coaching staff has implemented, uh, that all should point us in one direction, and that is upward movement.
0: Okay, we had a class of twenty four, twenty five. I'm not sure. Did we, did we uh, get all of our scholarships out in this signing class? I don't remember. But it was a pretty good signing class.
1: Well, I think there's one scholarship still left, but that's not a big deal. Uh, sometimes that can be a benefit in the long run because you get an open guy uh, in the off season that uh, is a very quality player, and when you have a scholarship open, you can grab usually a pretty good player. Uh, down the road, so to get the core of the class with 24 players, the bulk of the the class, um, and, and every account from the coaching staff, uh, and directly quotes from Coach Bull and his staff, uh, they felt very good that this was the best class to date. Uh, so on a general level, there's a lot a lot of good things to feel good about. But again, it comes down to once you get into the season and. Them coming to Laramie these players coming to Laramie are they going to be you know how are they going to produce out on the field we're a few years down the line to really get a real um, good grade of this uh, recruiting class
0: well i tell you what I got a chance to talk to uh, Tom Laycock you know Tom's been involved with the legislature over there and he got a few minutes to talk with me and I talked with him the other day so uh, why don't we listen to that Well, we've got Tom Laycock on the line, and we've been doing all this talk about recruits and commitments. And well, we've just had National Signing Day. So, Tom, uh, how'd it go? It seems like we got uh, most of the ones we wanted in the stable, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, 24 new guys uh, in the boats, Uh, quite a few that. uh, Ranked fairly high and uh, in terms of the class it's ranked by rivals.com this one was uh, the best they've had in the last uh, last four years for certain uh, probably a little bit further than that and I think this class may be even a little bit better uh, than rivals had them rated
0: now uh, in terms of the overall picture as long as you've been doing this recruiting thing uh, how would you rate this class in your own experience
2: you know I think it's I think it's very good. Um, uh, and I think uh, as good as I've seen since I've been covering this. And I think the other piece they did was they really recruited well to their philosophy. Um, on the offensive side, that means four um, offensive linemen uh, who have a larger, who have more size uh, than I think they have in the past uh, when they've come in. Um, I think you also saw, uh, I look at that New Mexico game, I look at the San Diego State game, and I think they were looking for linebackers that could dagger a little bit faster laterally to catch up with, with running backs on the spread option. They did very well with that, too, uh, with you know, bringing in guys like uh, Brian Gattioli uh, you know, and, uh, and Gandy from down in Denver. first name escapes me for the moment. But, uh, I think folks like that uh, are going to make this uh, a, strong, a stronger football team down the line.
0: Well, now, uh, in your estimation, who is the star of the class, or stars if there's more than one?
2: For that, I think I would go to uh, Sacramento. You know, Wyoming ended up with with, uh, four three-star recruits and another four or five guys whose uh, rival score was just one. It was literally one-tenth of a point away from from being up there, too. Uh, Three of those guys came out of uh, Sacramento. The two that that I really saw sticking out uh, in terms of defense, Victor Jones, uh, 6'4", 230-some-odd-pound defensive end, who looks looks ready-made know, it would be great to get him in under a uh, college-weight program and see what they can do with him. On the offensive side, the San Diego quarterback, Tyler Vanderwall, obviously a, a big, strong guy when you look at his um, highlight tape. It's someone who has a lot of the same characteristics as Josh Allen in terms of being able to move, being able to throw, and being able to throw on the gun. Um, a lot of really, really deep passes in his highlight stuff.
0: So is there anyone that uh, you project as getting some playing time next year?
2: There's a playing time I, I would consider uh, Victor Jones only because there's there's opportunity at that position. You know, not to say that he's the the best guy to come through, but uh, you know, a lot of cases it just depends on what kind of depth you have ahead of you. And I think uh, I think Victor Jones has a great shot at something along those lines. Um, from there, it'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure. You know, they always say they always say it's uh, easier to play early the further away you are from the ball. So uh you know, centers, interior linemen tend not to see uh, the field quite as early as as someone maybe like a wide receiver or safety uh, running back things along those lines.
0: Well, so in all in all, I guess this is, um, would you say, well, I guess overall, this is one of the best classes ever in Wyoming, or is that kind of hard to say?
2: Uh, you know, in terms of from what I've been, as long as I've been covering it. I would say, in the West. and I think there are a lot of guys who maybe flew a little bit under the radar, maybe from smaller towns, maybe playing lower level competition, um, that maybe didn't get as much evaluation as they as they otherwise would have. Um, but I think we're really excited to see. Uh, you know, Jared Scott is a great example of someone like that. Um, you know, the, the big guy out of uh, the big guy out of uh, uh, Wisconsin. Still so one of my favorites, King Alonso. Um, you know, I mean, those guys didn't get a lot of looks. So I'll be very interested to see what happens with with folks like that. Um, I think they're better <laughs> maybe than they were ranked. candy um, Gandy, uh, you know, out of Denver South, six foot one hundred seventy-five running back linebacker, but you know, he's he's a very natural backer. You know, when you throw another twenty pounds on him over the course of a couple of years, you have got a strong, uh, a strong, fast linebacker who can match up well at the back door with the running back.
0: Now bringing it home local uh, What did we do on the uh, Wyoming side Did we get I think we had at least one Scholarship Wyoming guy And several preferred walk-ons Didn't we
2: Yeah I think uh, the last few years there has been a large effort To get the, that walk-on class um, Out of out of the state of Wyoming I think that's fantastic outreach On the coaching staff's part uh, Logan Uh Uh Let's see. Um, on the defensive side, you've got uh, uh, the Torrington defensive lineman uh, who will be in here uh, for this year. And, you know, it's 6'2, Slogan Harris, I apologize, 6'2, 285, uh, fantastic size. And, you know, I was, one thing that we do when we first start watching these guys, um, is we start connecting with them on social media just so we get a little better idea for what they're looking for in the school. And uh, so as, as Facebook friends with Logan, you know, he was he was lifting some pretty serious weight the other day. and you know as, as someone who played a bit of small college football himself, I've got a pretty good idea what significant weight is he was uh, he's a big strong kid. Now the question is is he a big strong kid who also plays football or is he a football player is a big strong kid. So if he's if he's that second then you know you could see another 10 to 15 pounds on them and having a really dominant force uh, in the middle of the year you can
0: blind. well good so all in all I guess we can be happy about this signing class uh, also we've got uh, Josh Allen coming back I interviewed him the other day so uh, that's looking good so the prospects for uh, Wyoming football this coming season is looking pretty bright
2: it is. And, and I would uh, offer that uh, with what they brought in this year, they can look very attractive uh, in terms of recruiting for next year. You know, when we spoke with, with young men um, at the start, you know, through the summer of last year and then through the start of the season, you could tell that the recruits were, the recruiting pitch was resonating with the recruits. However, they were just looking for a little bit more show me, looking for a little more evidence that the, the system was working. And so when you throw a, a, a trip to the conference title game and poinsettia into it. Um, I think things only look up from there. And uh, now you've got a few different things that you can sell if you're a a high school running back. um, You know, this coaching staff can can sell you four guys that are at least over 6'4 and 250 uh, that came in in the last class that you get to run behind. Um, If you're a tight end, uh, you know, they can sell the fact that Jacob Hollister last year, you know, he caught 32 passes and seven touchdowns. So, uh, I think they're doing a nice job of really uh, offering a lot of balance, and I think that's something that, that uh, the recruits certainly certainly appreciate on the offensive side, at least.
0: Well, super. Well, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day. I know you're over there in Cheyenne, walking through the halls of power, and uh, uh, and yeah, glad that you could shoe- shoehorn me in here. But uh, let's uh, let's talk again, and uh, I guess we'll start this process. Well. The new recruiting year starts now, right?
2: Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> Never <laughs> a day off, I think.
0: Never a day uh, off. And, and, yeah.
2: So we'll start, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to put this class to them the next few days in terms of a few stories that the get positional uh, stuff. And then we'll go seeing, uh, looking around Twitter and, and on the rivals' side and figure out who they're looking at for the coming years.
0: Super. Well, thanks a lot, Tom. And uh, let's get back together. And thanks again for another great recruiting report. And thanks again for this whole year. You've kept us up uh, up to date, and we really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate the effort you put into this.
0: All right, Tom. Well, you take care.
2: <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Well, there you go. That was the recruiting report uh, ending up this uh, uh, recruiting year. I tell you, um, I'm really impressed uh, uh, with this class. Now, there was just a little bit of talk uh, earlier today about a kid out of uh, Wisconsin. Uh, uh, On the board there, somebody had a link to uh, uh, a Mountain West story about our recruiting class. And uh, uh, one expert uh, put our – Recruiting class up there pretty high is, is one of the unsung recruiting classes in the nation. I mean, that's pretty high praise.
1: Well, Tom did a great job with recruiting coverage throughout the 2016 into 2017 season. So there's nobody in the Wyoming media I would trust more about recruiting than Tom because he was uh, right on top of things. He did a very good job covering recruiting for twelve months straight basically. Now now we're all starting over again on this process. But yeah, I'm uh, the uh Valquez kid out of Wisconsin uh has had some pretty good mention. I mean he he has good size. He's athletic for an offensive lineman. This is the type of uh type of recruits you want to continue to get on the offensive line because if you get strong in the trenches, whether it's the offensive line or the defensive line, you can really do some dominating. That's when the program can really start dominating opponents. And and, and I've always believed the offensive line has been recruited well since the staff arrived. And now they're, I think they're just continuing to build on that and they're really starting to stockpile some depth, young depth on that offensive line.
0: Oh yeah. And I tell you, that's an important uh, element, particularly since uh, uh, Bo likes to emphasize the run. Uh, You know, now, now that Brian Hill has gone, uh, I'm, we've got some young ones back there and they're going to need a, a, a good strong line to uh, help them establish themselves. So uh, that's always uh, heartening to see that uh, they're working uh, that aspect of the game. Speaking of heartening, uh, I had a chance uh, to talk with Josh Allen the other day. Uh, he granted me an interview. And of course we had to talk about him coming back and, uh, Uh, why don't we listen to that interview here and uh, we'll talk about that right afterwards. All right, Go! I.O. Go! We've got a special guest, Josh Allen, starting quarterback at the University of Wyoming. And Josh, uh, thank you for joining us with the Go! I.O. Go! podcast.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me on.
0: Well, Josh, I wanted to talk to you because, uh, of course, uh, we're starting into a new season. And uh, I have to tell you, the uh, 800... pound gorilla in the room was uh uh whether you were coming back or not and i can tell you that poke nation breathed a big sigh of relief uh, that oh, you yeah. decided to come back
3: definitely I and mean, it wasn't a you know it wasn't a very relaxing two weeks of my life trying to sort through information and uh trying to make the best decision possible but i you know i fully believe i made the best decision for me and i'm you know i'm ready to go out there for at least another, another season and um, win some more games.
0: Well, I tell you, the, uh, we're awful happy about this. And uh, I, I, I was wondering, you know, we were watching this, and, of course, everybody was worried about it. I mean, it was a big decision for you. Uh, what sort of process did you go through to, uh, to come to your decision?
3: You know, I, I tried to talk to as many people as I could, um, whether that be – Um, different agents, different players in the NFL, different uh, sports analysts and broadcasters, and um, ultimately talking to Coach Vegan and Coach Both about the process really helped too. Um, But, you know, being told all this different stuff, um, it was hard to kind of figure out what was real, what wasn't, and, uh, you know, who had motives to to push me one way or the other. But, you know, I came to the decision with my family and we just thought that coming back for one more year wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't hurt.
0: Well, I tell you, um, uh, again, like I said, we're awful pleased. Uh, Now, uh, you're coming into next year, and of course, there's been a lot of changes. Uh, You've uh, lost some really good receivers in uh, Tanner Gentry and Jake Mulhart and uh, Jacob Hollister, as well as Brian Hill has gone on. But uh, as the the leader of this team, what do you see your role in getting this next team ready for the uh, coming 2017 season?
3: You know, um, I fully trust in the guys that we have coming back and uh, the guys that we're bringing in. I trust our coaches, and, um, you know, my role is now stepping in and being even more of a leader and being a guy that they can look up to and um, whether it be in workouts or conditioning, that they can see me working my tail off and they can try to follow in my footsteps.
0: Well, now, you had a really good season in 2016. In fact, if we wanted to be honest, it was uh, probably a lot better than most of us out here thought it would be now I, I can't speak for you guys but uh with that foundation um uh, what did the 2016 season mean to you and this team going into this next one
3: you know it was big um you know obviously we were seven at two and one point and ended up eight and six and uh we you know we know that we didn't finish very well um so that's going to be on our minds a lot this next year just being able to finish um Obviously, great season last year, Mountain West Conference Championship in Laramie. uh, Couldn't pull it off. So, you know, we've got one goal, and that's to win the conference championship this year.
0: Well, now as we look at the 2017 season coming up and spring ball and all of that, uh, personally and team-wise, what do you have for yourself? Now, the goals for the team, you've just said that, you know, you're still looking to get that championship. But for yourself, what are you going to work on uh, this year, that uh, as you get prepared for the twenty seventeen season,
3: um, you know, just kind of the little things, uh, preparation wise, getting in, and watching more film, um, being the best quarterback I can be every given Saturday is really the plan. Um, you know, my completion percentage wasn't great last year, so definitely improving on that just to give our our team a you know better chance of uh, staying down, staying on the field on third downs, and ultimately uh, you know scoring more points which results in hopefully winning more games.
0: Well, I, I I don't want to miss this opportunity here. Today is National Signing Day, as we all know. And yeah. from your perspective, uh, what do you think of this uh, class that's coming in this year?
3: You know, you know. From what I've seen, um, we got some real playmakers coming in. Um, our coaches did a great job with this class, and um, I'm excited for them to come in the summer and you know, ready to start working.
0: Well, very good. Josh again uh, we want to say welcome back not that you were going to leave but we're going to say welcome back and we're very happy and I want to thank you for talking with us and uh, wish you uh the very best for this coming season and uh w- hopefully we can talk again
3: Sounds good thank you very much
0: Well thank you Josh and yep, you take care Have a care. good one Yes sir right, bye 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 Well that was my conversation with uh, Josh Allen uh I tell you what, he's a class act, and boy, I tell you what, I, I personally was very relieved that he decided to stay. Uh, I think that, well, a because I'm you know selfish for the team, but also I think he needs one more year in, uh, to polish up, and I think he's going to be a heck of a professional prospect.
1: I agree. He Has a strong arm, very mobile he has a chance to get stronger i had a chance to talk with his family just ran into him out of the blue and gas lamp district in san diego the night before the the bowl game very nice people and they were very excited and i think they wanted uh, josh to come back for another year for sure so uh, it was good uh, to have him uh, back in the mix he is he's definitely a difference maker a very important position on the field they could make a big deal and Wyoming gets into some of those big games next year. Wyoming has some big football games next year at Iowa. I have Oregon coming into Laramie. You know, we got our conference uh, rival games against top teams like Boise State and some of those teams. Colorado State's going to be a huge game next year in Laramie. So it is good to have him under center. And you know, with another several months to develop his game, get bigger, um, learn the offense, get more precise uh, with his decision making. He could be a really big factor next season.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, it's a great day to be a Wyoming Cowboy fan. And, uh, boy, it just uh, looks the, – the picture looks really rosy, I tell you. Now, unfortunately, uh, I have to get into this next subject, which isn't quite as rosy. Um, <laughs> the basketball team's kind of hit on a rough skid here after a, a – a, a pretty decent start to their season. And I was wanting to ask you at this point, uh, with a couple of losses under their belt here lately, uh, where do you think this team's at right now?
1: Well, I think the big key with, with this team, and I've watched uh, nearly every play, every possession this season, I feel that they need to shoot the ball better. I think if they could uptick their three-point shooting, another level, field goal go percentage, another level, a lot of these games are a little larger margins. I think they'd have a very good chance to win. I think there's a lot of parity in this league. I still think there's a lot of opportunity for Wyoming to get really back in the mix before conference seat or the conference tournament, um, because really this team's actually playing fairly decent defense. They're second in the conference in field goal percentage defense, which is a very good statistic. They're second in the conference in three field goal or three point field goal percentage defense. Um, this is two statistics that Jim Brandenburg made a very big deal out of when he was coaching back in the heyday of Wyoming basketball. So they, they got some length. Uh, I think they play together as good as a team. They're just not doing some of the basic uh, simple plays, missing a lot of easy bunny shots. They're not shooting from the three-point line as, as well as they need to. I think they're a better three-point shooting group than they've shown. And if they can fix some of these things, limit some turnovers – we're talking about five, six, seven possessions a game that's swinging back your direction. So the second half, I think the goal is to get in the top five of the conference standings, get that first round by. As college basketball goes, you get hot, you get in the, into the tournament. Uh, you have a chance to really do some damage if you're playing some good basketball. At the end of the day, this is about getting to the NCAA tournament, about winning Mountain West Conference Tournament championships. And uh, that goal will still lie, but they are going to have to pick up some level level playing out there of some of those uh, different areas that they've been struggling in. And uh, but I think those are some areas that are doable for some improvement.
0: Well, we're, you mentioned we're halfway through the year, and this is the first year with Coach Edwards. Uh, what's your assessment of Coach Edwards' job so far?
1: Well, he's already matched the win total from last year. People can't forget Wyoming is still near 500 in conference play a game, you know, they're 4-6. and six, So it's not like they. They're, we're talking about an 0-10 basketball team. Um, and they are a program, I think, they are better over last year. They did lose Josh Adams, but he's done a good job recruiting. Um, there's some very good players coming in next year, a uh, couple top 50 recruits, Rodericks, Jones and Anthony Mack. So he's done a good job with the recruiting side of things. Got Hunter Thompson to commit to Wyoming and sign with Wyoming. Uh, I thought the pickup of Lewis Adams late in the offseason was very good during the summer, even though Lewis has struggled at times. He, he brings some really good athletic ability to the program. But I think he's doing a good job. I just think uh, the, the team needs to start tightening some areas of the game up in terms of shooting in some of those areas, uh, limit those turnovers. And, you know, they still got five or six weeks to – get a lot of the stuff
0: uh, materializing. Well, uh, we're always uh, optimistic here at Go, I O Go. And so uh, I have been following the basketball team. I'm not as big a basketball fan as I am a football fan. I'll say that out publicly. I am a Wyoming fan, so I do, do follow them and support them. So uh, I have not given them a critical eye because I don't uh, have that that basketball eye, but I I know that uh uh I think they've got a lot of potential like you said and and, and coach Edwards is a quality guy so I have a lot of uh a lot of faith in uh in uh, what they're doing here and uh hopefully uh, they'll be able to uh, get on a better streak uh, going into the uh going into the home stretch here and uh, do us proud so uh Well, I tell you what, uh, we're getting about that time, so uh, just a minute, I'm going to reach over here and get this one. uh, Ah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Okay. Uh, Ah, I tell you what, uh, end of another go I o Go podcast i and i want to thank you uh for stopping by we'll have to do this uh more often we're not doing it as regular as we had been uh, during the football season but uh we'll uh, put together some things and come along uh, occasionally so i'm glad you showed up
1: yeah i'm glad to be here and um, great interview with conrad dobler and uh good hearing uh, some of Tom uh, Laycock's input but also Josh Allen just hearing his voice uh, you know, he's still part of the Cowboy football program going in next year was great
0: well I tell you what uh, I'm hoping and I'm not going to promise this but I'm hoping that we can get uh, uh, heard the cats here and get uh, get our guys together and do another uh, uh, Cowboy round table
1: that would be great. And as I mentioned through email, there are a couple uh, additional guys that really would like to participate in that. I think would be good, great additions to that roundtable.
0: Well, another thing that I think we're going to add to this, uh, I think we'll try to get a guest uh, commentator from the, the ranks, so to speak, and uh, try to do that uh, from here on out. Get uh, a new guy, uh, one, of the, one of the faithful out there to come on and talk to us about their... Uh, about their feelings about Wyoming. And so we'll start doing that in the uh, next podcast.
1: And that's a great idea.
0: All righty. Well, let's uh, ask the band here to... Come on, guys. Come on. Okay. All right. That's good. Well, I guess it's about that time. So I want to thank you. And uh, we'll see you for podcast number 19.
1: Have a great weekend, Jeff.
0: Same to you. There you have it. Podcast number 18. This is the Go I O Go podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. We've been joined by Ian McMacken, the publisher of Go I O Go. This is the Go I O Go podcast, a production of Jackalope Ridge Media, LLC, all rights reserved.